Welcome to the Asylum. And now, your hosts, Rick Flieger and Rick Briggs. Yes, sir. Welcome back into the Asylum. Fantasy football season is upon us. Check out everything the show's got to offer over at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, AsylumFantasySports.com, AsylumFootball at gmail.com to get your questions answered. That's and, right. And, Thank Rick, you. before we get started, yeah. I don't know who you're thanking. Before we get started, as everyone knows, I took Tuesday off on Chaos and Disorder, and I really enjoyed it. So you know what? What? I'm taking the rest of today off. I'm done with you dummies. Well, see you later. There you have it. Okay, well, thank you, Mark LeMay, for bringing us in. And uh, actually, uh, it'll probably be a smooth show tonight, Alejandro. I make no promises. Well, maybe <laughs> I'll just leave, too. Why do I care? Well, see you later. <laughs> Lost it all the way. No. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, welcome into the asylum here, and um, I don't know where Mr. Flieger went. Don't really care. We've got refrigerator full of beer in the studio. Mitch has left the building. He's Yay! done cleaning, so no violence will occur. No violence. Which is good, for especially, you know, if you didn't listen to Chaos and Disorder uh, that we recorded a few days ago, make sure you go back and listen to it because the tale of Alejandro disappearing after date night with Mitch, we got to figure out, or we had to figure out why he wasn't here. Worth, so make, worth the listen. Yes. So make sure you go back and check that out. Okay. We've got two weeks to most fantasy drafts and what, about two and a half weeks till. Well, really, from here, no. This is, God, oh, yeah, two weeks is uh, the season starts, Yes, correct? sir. Yes, sir. That's right. So, drafts are upon us. Oh, it's a great time of year. So, what we decided, we just thought, you know, you know, keep your questions coming in. AsylumFootball at gmail.com. We will, uh, you, you can start tuning in once the season starts. We'll have lineup questions um, kind of akin to what we used to do. Um in in years past and so just get them in we'll read some of them on the air but they will all be answered so asylumfootball at gmail.com or just throw them on twitter at chaos in disorder and mr briggs you are quite the social media butterfly will answer them well of course you know of course and we will certainly discuss them before i type out the answers uh because you know, I am the butterfly. <laughs> you are the social butterfly. Do you remember Iron Butterfly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I got a DeVita. And I got a DeVita. Or yeah. uh, in the Garden of Eden. Yes, yeah, supposedly. Yes. S- we'll never know. Correct. I guess Doug Ingalls still is alive. He wrote it, but um, I don't know if uh, he's really ever. That'll be a deathbed confession. Could be. If he remembers. <laughs> Yeah, if he even wrote it. It was 1968. So, um. But, you know, um, Eric Brand was the lead guitar on that song. Oh, yeah. He was 17. Wow. When, when they did that. Yeah, when they recorded that. So that was quite impressive, I thought. Yeah. He's long since passed away. He had some health problems. Undrug-related, apparently. Anyway. Shocking. Let's, let's get thing. on to it. What we're going to do, we're going to start with the AFC this week. And, um... 
We're just going to go um, each team and maybe make a bold fantasy prediction this from each team. Sounds fantastic. Let's try the AFC. We only got uh, you know short time, so we're going to get rolling. We'll go um, the East, the Buffalo Biliuses. I'm going – my bold prediction for Buffalo is Josh Allen will be the quarterback one in fantasy points leader, scoring leader in 2021. I like that one. And I don't know if that's very bold. Not super bold, but out of 32 starting quarterbacks, when you have Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, I, I, you know, there's a lot of people saying that he's going to regress after that year last year, almost 70% completion rate. I don't see it. No. I think him and Diggs are a deadly duo. They've got a good run game, albeit – Fantasy-wise, you really don't know the difference between Moss and Singletary. I think Moss will eventually separate himself, but I still think they're going to get plenty of work. I mean, you know, and Allen himself can run with the best of them. So I, I really like Buffalo and Josh Allen going into this year. Well, there's a great mini segue there because my bold prediction is... <laughs> he, he will suck and be last, right? <laughs> no, Zach Moss will not only pull away and be the starting, regular starting running back, he will end up being a tier one running back. Whoa. Now that, my friend, is bold. Well, you know. And it is coming from you, so I mean, we'll give you a break on that one. <laughs> when all this time down in Chile, you have a lot of time That's to true. think. That's true. So you remember, check out Chaos, the last uh, episode of Chaos and Disorder, because things were happening in Alejandro's life that most people don't want to know. <laughs> okay, let's go to the Miami Dolphins. What's your bold prediction for the Miami Dolphins, fantasy-wise? Tua becomes a NFL quarterback, and if he is not a low Tier 1, a very high Tier 2 quarterback. Now, what, I want you to explain what Tier 1 is. Now, is that Top 12? I'm going Top 12, just to okay. throw it out there. I mean, uh, I just wanted to make sure that your tiers weren't 4 or 5, right, and then Tier right. 2 was the next 5 or 6, or whatever the case may be, as you see in a lot of these fantasy magazines. As I am a fantasy football elitist, I play in 12-team or higher leagues. I mean to tell you, you just really... <laughs> Really impressed me. That was such a... You had to see his chest puffed out. Yep, I mean, I'm just so impressed right now. Fantasy football flex right there. Yeah. But yeah, Tier 1 is 1 through 12. Tier 2, um, you're looking at 12 through 24, or 13 through 24, essentially. But uh, yeah, I think I think Tua I, will be at 12, maybe 13. I can't say I agree, but that's very bold, I must say. I am going with Miles Gaskin. He emerges as a top 12 fantasy running back. I like that one. Um, a lot of people are dismissing him as, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Miles Gaskin. I mean, the guy had a good year last year, and if anything that you just predicted even comes close to being true, they're going to be improved wide receiver core. I mean, look, Devontae Parker isn't like, the clear number one wide receiver on that yeah. team any longer. He's got a lot of weapons. Jacecki's come out into into his own. I really like uh, Miles Gaskin going into this year. All right, New England. I guess it's my turn. It is your turn. I am going with 
Mac Jones takes over, and Jacoby Myers reach, reaches. Wide receiver, one numbers. Wow, a twofer. Yeah. Well, I'm not predicting Mac Jones is a top 12 quarterback, right, right. but I think he's going to throw for enough yards, and Jacoby Myers becomes one of those special type of receivers. I did not go as bold as my previous two on this, but I am following suit with Mac Jones. And as a professional quarterback, I think he's the rookie MVP. But pertaining to fantasy football specifically, I think he's going to be a viable streamer. Makes sense. So, like I said, not too bold no. as far as fantasy football goes, but I can, I'm, I'm going viable streamer in New England. This is probably the toughest team to make a bold prediction on coming up, and that is the New York football Jets. <laughs> And it seems to be your turn, so have at it. Well, there are two teams in the AFC that I kind of took a knee on a bold prediction. And this is one of them. And I just went with Zach Wilson being a viable weekly starter. Unlike um, Mac Jones, I'm saying he's going to be in the 12 range where if you may have waited a little too long in your draft, if you pick him up, He'll get you points, but I'd be looking to trade throughout the season. I really had a real problem with a bold prediction, so this is as bold as I could come up with. There are actually some Jets worth rostering. <laughs> and, that, and that is specifically Tevin Coleman, if he can stay healthy, okay. and Jamison Crowder, only because he's a vet, he's a possession guy, and – volume should come his way you know now that you say that Corey davis are you you're not going to jump on a Corey davis bandwagon are you if on, it, if it he, were he couldn't be he didn't he failed all bandwagon followers on other teams that were much better than the jets i'm thinking more along the lines of the uh addition by subtraction well, you're subtracting. <laughs> right. I have to I have to admit. Okay, well, uh yeah. I don't know what to say on that. The yeah. Jets are that, that to is... me um other than like a, a Coleman, a Crowder, maybe even a Wilson, you know, way late in drafts, they're avoid at all costs right now. And yeah, they're going to be they're going to be plug and plays probably at best on that team. Which I, I think we reference uh, that in Chaos and Disorder briefly. So, again, listen to Chaos and Disorder. Okay, let's go to the north. The Baltimore Ravens. That's me. That's all me. Hollywood Brown lives up to the hype. He becomes a go-to wide receiver that by... After the first quarter of the season, he should be on your team. Go out and make a move to get him. Oh, boy. Talk about opposite poles. My prediction is, and it's not even that bold, but as good as Lamar is, again, there are no Ravens receivers even close to wide receiver one status. Wow. Okay. The guy's a 3,000-yard passer. It's just it's just not there. They're run heavy. He runs, and 
I, I am not reaching for Raven wide receiver. How much longer is Lamar going to last being the Lamar Jackson? Well, a lot of it depends on how fortunate he is. I mean, we saw we started seeing Cam Newton break down really, really fast because it got to the point he was almost living the Superman hype. Right. And and he would take guys on head on. Lamar doesn't seem to do that. Now he's got that uh, sixth sense where he yeah. kind of and if he can avoid taking it, look. Let's face it. In 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 an era way before the running quarterback, there was Fran Tarkington. He made a living of doing that. Yeah. For twenty years, because he didn't get clobbered. If he can do this. I mean, I know the league's different in all that now, whereas Targeton basically was running, scrambling for his life, trying right. to complete a pass. And he'd go 25 yards into the backfield and go back and forth for a mile trying to, to complete a pass. But he always avoided the big hits, and I think that's going to be key. I think it's key to anybody, quite frankly. Randall Cunningham was good at that, too. Yeah, avoiding the big hits. But the Dante Culpeppers, the, the Cam Newtons, yeah, they, they got the they were McNabb. feeling themselves a little bit, huh? McNabb. Yeah, exactly. And they would take the hits. Okay, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, I'm going with a bold prediction, Mister. Okay. Big Ben finishes his career with a bang and has top twelve numbers. I can see that. I like that one. Yep. He. Let's just say, hypothetically, you're in a two-quarterback league and he keeps going undrafted. You are silly. Draft that man. I have him in the Scott Fishbowl, as you well know. And I actually gambled a lot on quarterbacks. I got Big Ben. I got Aaron Rodgers. I think Drew Locke, um, who wasn't a shoe-in, but I think he's going to be the starter in Denver. So, actually, now that I'm stepping – we drafted – when was that? Beginning of July? Yeah, it started. Stepping back and looking, I'm quite comfortable with my quarterbacks. Nice. This is bold. But after... Jerome Bettis comes out of retirement. Close. Okay. Dan Kreider. No. <laughs> um, Najee is going to finish a top three running back. Top, top three. three. In PPR. In PPR top specific. three. Top three. He's going to be over McCaffrey. He's going to be over nope. Cook. And he's going to be over... Kamar. He's going to be over one of those three. McCaffrey's going to be one. Okay. That's his comeback. Dalvin Cook, I think, is going to buck the trend and hang in there, play the whole season. He's going to end up two. Kamara, it's going to be way too much weight on his shoulders. They're going to end up overusing him. He's going to get hurt. Najee's number three. You heard it here first. See, when we get the NFC, we're going to have a little discussion about that. But anyway. <laughs> Okay, Cleveland Browns. This one's a stretch. Okay. Oh, jeez. Because like all the, the last other. one wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Yes. Top 10 quarterback. Top 10. Top 10. Boy, mark these down, folks, because this, <laughs> I want to see how these age. I Tune I, into the Christmas episode and you will hear how yes. they aged. I had a hard time with Cleveland because there's so much good hype on them um look odell beckham he's always going to be a question mark as far as his health especially in recent years but 
I'll tell you what, my biggest thing coming out of Cleveland, my biggest take is Austin Hooper still ain't a thing. And, I mean, let's just jump off of Austin Hooper. Yeah, once a thing, one season, Yeah, and that's it. It's He's just not there. Every, Where are you at on their defense for fantasy? I think their defense will be fine. Um, fantasy-wise, probably... I mean, they got to be racking up sacks this year, right? Yeah, I mean, I would assume they're probably, well, I'm going to say top 12. Let's put it that way. That would be a starting defense in yeah. fantasy leagues. Okay. Okay. And the Cincinnati Bengals. Your turn. I just, okay. <laughs> I went with Baker first. I think this is going to be kind of kind of uh, bold. Joe Mixon stays healthy and is a top eight running back in PPR. I'm going to call malarkey on that one. 100% malarkey that he stays healthy. I told you it was bold. That, of all my takes, that might be the boldest. I don't know. That thing about the Jets is pretty bad. <laughs> and on that note, since he is officially the one I took 100% a knee and I have zero takes, there is nothing that I could say that would be... You can't be... say, like, okay, Joe Burrow is going to make a great comeback from that knee injury or Joe nope. Burrow is going to stink or nope. T. Be... Higgins will be the leading receiver. Nope. You know, I have, I have zero faith in all of that and Joe Burrow not recovering from the injury i feel bad but man that team just stinks it's awful you know i i I don't know if you saw it on twitter and i don't even remember who put out the tweet but you know he of course he listed some stats or whatever um because of the andy dalton thing he goes andy dalton is the greatest quarterback in cincinnati history you know because he was first in yards and this uh, and you know what no, he isn't. Simple as that. Who is? Boomer? I'm going Kenny Anderson myself. Okay. I do like Boomer. I, I really thought Boomer was was a good quarterback as well. And, and, and they're totally different ears. I get it. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Andy Dalton. Carson Palmer's better than Andy Dalton. I really liked Carson. Yeah. Being from Western PA, it was tough yeah. watching him. <laughs> I mean, that, that, those are three quarterbacks I think all are better than Andy Dalton. You just hate Andy Dalton. No, I just hate because players compile up stats, then all of a sudden they are fantastic. Um, You know, I, I like someone that – look – there's a big debate. You can probably compare stats, and I have no clue. I, I'm going to look into them. Start comparing stats to some some guys that have won Super Bowls or multiple Super Bowls. You could throw Andy Dalton's stats against Joe Namath. Right. But if you got a game to win, who do you want? The Red Rocket? I don't. <laughs> that's fair. You know, I mean, that, that's, that's just me. Okay. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Let's see. Yeah, threw a curveball at you, huh? He had to lift his little page up. Oh, Carson Wentz, a top five quarterback. And real. Oh, come on. Real, now, these are bold takes. This isn't. Real I mean, it's football. fantasy football, but it's not LSD <laughs> football. So says you. <laughs> Apparently. He's going to win the MVP, too. Who? Carson Wentz. 
Oh, come on. I'm bold and I'm standing by it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. Whew. <laughs> I mean, you know, it just makes mine looks like, oh, okay, whatever. I was I was just going to say, Neam Hines is your poor man's cream hunting indie, and he's a valuable asset no matter how much hype by Jonathan Taylor you read. You think he's over Marlon Mack? It, in the pass catching, yes. I mean, Matt coming off an Achilles. And yeah. That's going to be very interesting. And, by the way, that's going to be uh, very interesting to see how he comes comes around from that because, God, it just it just escaped me, the guy I was referring to. Just blew his Achilles. Oh, Cam Akers yeah. blew the Achilles this year in preseason. You know, that it's – I tell you, that's that's a tough injury. I mean, you're always cutting, you're always, you know, planting that foot. And you know, as a, as a running back, I'm really interested in Marlon Mack. All right, good or bad, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Tennessee, Tennessee, AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Neither will be a top ten wide receiver. Neither one. Neither one. A.J. Brown, I don't think he's already hurt. Like, I commend him. He played through being hurt last season. But I I, I think it's going to... Well, what is wrong with him now? uh, I think it's something with his knee again. The same thing that happened uh, before the season last year. And Julio, just being not in his prime or on the way out of his prime. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) New system. Yep, that's my bold take. All right. You know what my bold take on Tennessee was? What's that? Derrick Henry's numbers drop as the Titan offense opens it up. (laughs) So we are polar. Very much so. (laughs) Jacksonville Jaguars. James Robinson. Yeah, now that's real bold. Top 10 running back. (laughs) Yeah, gee, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, coming off that – Terrible injury to Travis Entian. What was that? Um, Foot sprain, Liz it was Frank. Liz Frank, and underwent surgery out for the year. So, yeah, James Robinson. I wasn't fading on him, even though Alejandro was. Boy, howdy, was I ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so now all of a sudden he's coming up with some bold take <laughs> now that he's a starter. I, my bold take is Jacksonville emerges as a South Division contender in Urban Meyer's first season. I mean, I, I think that, you know, really fantasy, that's not that, you know, much of a fantasy prediction, but I think it bodes well for taking Chark, for taking, you know, Chenault, for taking Robinson. Um, there's a lot of weapons on that team. You think Lawrence or Menchu? We'll say to start the season. Mm. I still think they might go with Lawrence, knowing that you have Minshew to fall back on. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like you have <clears throat> what would be a good example. Like like Andy Dalton. I mean, we've seen uh, Justin Fields really shaky in the preseason. Yeah. I could see him being benched for two or three games till, till he gets – you know, some a little more experience or the playbook under his feet, something. You know, he, he just looks a little 
of course, Dalton didn't look good either. So, I mean, right. maybe they will throw him out there. Last week on, on the show we were talking, you know, Rick actually asked a question, does he start? I said he has to. You know, maybe they will bench him for a couple weeks, but that that's a different discussion. Um, I don't know. I'm going Lawrence. You? Okay. I'm going Menchu. All right. Houston. Was that a bold take? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I'm up on Houston. Uh, Philip Lindsay will be a top 20 running back. Hmm. That's it. Just hmm. that, not even a. <laughs> well, the team's such a mess, but I had a really bold prediction. I mean, top 20, that's a, that's a that's, RB two. I know that's viable starter week in, week out. I think it's Boulder dash, but Hey, <laughs> what can I say? I think Deshaun Watson is allowed to play in the 11th hour, and the South is the same jumbled mess as it has been for years. <laughs> That's bold. Well, not the jumbled mess, but Deshaun playing. I know. <laughs> but you just never know. And in the West, Kansas City. Was oh, it my turn? Or your it turn? is your turn. Clyde is a top 12 back. Is that bold? Because he doesn't seem to be – it doesn't seem like Andy Reid wants to make him that guy. You know, hence, you know, they had Le'Veon Bell last year. Right. So, I think with his injury, him being a top 12 could potentially be bold. Uh, your take on Andy Reid not wanting him to be the guy – He's almost stat for stat following what uh, LaShawn McCoy did with Andy Reid. So year two, year three will be breakout if he is the second coming of Shady. He better break out. <laughs> My bold take. Take your pick at any offensive position and you have a viable starter and fantasy that is bold isn't it <laughs> you know it's actually hard to make bold predictions right with, with teams like kansas city other than um somebody so and so is going to get hurt and miss half the season actually so. a bold prediction would be patrick mahomes doesn't finish in the top five yeah at quarterback. But do you really think that's going to happen no i don't no all right even at top five i i can't imagine i mean unless he got hurt but yeah right yeah Okay, Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers. Mike Williams will pass Allen for the wide receiver one. Well, nothing. We don't have a board going, <laughs> but you are fake news. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was. Yes, uh, I did. No, I, I'm off the Mike Williams bandwagon, but I hope. I don't hope you're correct, but I hope he does start living up to some of his potential, quite frankly, because I think it would take a load off of, you know, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Which, again, another player, how much longer can he do it? Yeah, he's, what, 29 this year? So, yeah. I mean, he's got a couple good years left in him. Somebody's going to have to start picking up the slack. Okay, with a healthy Joey Boza and the return of Derwin James in the secondary – the Charger defense will be a top 10 fantasy defense. Oh, I like it. 
Figure we'll give defense a little nod there. All right, the Raiders. I got Derek Carr tops 4,800 yards passing. I can totally see that. Between Waller and my bold prediction, Ruggs being a Tier 1 wide receiver. Why do you make bold predictions of everybody I hate? (laughs) That's what they pay me to do. I guess so. Okay. I mean, I can see it. I mean, he's going to have to throw to somebody other than Waller. Why do you hate Ruggs so much? It's not that I hate him. It's just I was had high hopes for him. And, he, boy, he just did not pan out much last year for me. Too many drops. Is it because he reminds you so much of, like, Martavius Bryant or um, I'm trying to think of other big wide receivers in Pittsburgh that showed lots of promise and did for a hot second? Then Yeah, Lima Swede. Oh, he had so much <laughs> I really wish he could have figured it out. I love that pick when they made that pick, and I'm sitting there thinking, man, they got it. And I can still see that long pass. He's wide open, (laughs) and Ben Roethlisberger threw it to him in perfect stride. And when they showed the replay as he dropped the ball, his eyes were on the jumbotron looking at himself instead of the frickin' football. Thank you, Limus. (sighs) All right, and finally, the Denver Broncos. Melvin Gordon, Tier 1 running back. He's going to hold off the rookie all season. Again, this isn't a PPR. I like it. I like Melvin Gordon, always have. I say Cortland Sutton returns with a vengeance and posts over 100 receptions. Honestly? I I was thinking about that one, but went with my boy Melvin Gordon. There you go. So there you have it. Bold takes from the crazy people in the asylum for 2021. <laughs> and yeah. it, it's all noted. It's on tape. Come That's the, right. Come the Christmas episode. Yeah. We will review. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> and we'll, we will review them when we've had a few. Yes. So we yes. can laugh instead of cry. All right. That's about it for the asylum. We appreciate you listening. Uh, tune in next week. I don't know if Fligger will be here or not. Don't care. Uh, we're in studio. Mitch may be back rooting around. But, you know, other than that, we're okay. Again, listen to uh, Chaos and Disorder. You'll know if he's going to make an appearance. That's true. So, uh, you know, check us out, um, Chaos in Disorder on Twitter, but send your questions to asylumfootball at gmail.com or just send them on Twitter. It's fine. Uh, we'll be reading them on the um, lineup shows as the season progresses. So check us out. We appreciate it. Take care. Going out with uh, also our theme intro outro for Chaos and Disorder. And where can you find rival lovers? Bandcamp. Hasta luego.